Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. This is the Balls Over the Top NFL Prediction Podcast, Week 5. We got a lot of great games this week, a lot of exciting things to talk about, and some COVID-related news. Yep. I'm your host, Michael Rock. I'm your host, Brendan Collins, and we've got plenty to talk about. I'm just going to jump this, right into things, yeah. yeah. For week five, let's... Right off the bat, uh, COVID is continuing to be a major player in the NFL season after it really kind of roared its head for the first time last week. Yep. The Titans continue to have more positive uh, tests. Yes. Yeah, which is, I don't want to say surprising. We were talking about it leading up to the season for a long time, how mm -hmm. really it could be... Uh, could be tough to get really even halfway through the season, mm -hmm. but uh, we'll see how they handle it. The yeah. Titans, uh, uh, Titans game was and Steelers were already rescheduled to Week Seven, and they've already had to bump the Titans game this week. Yep, um, it's it's interesting to uh, see um, how the Titans handle this post uh, post the outbreak that they're having in their um, in their team. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how the NFL, if this is a continued problem, or you know, how many how many games are they going to be able to reschedule, push back? Not, yeah, not apparently they just uh, reissued the guidelines this week and said that they might penalize teams or even make them forfeit games. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, some other big news. Oh, sorry, another game that's rescheduled though uh, that we did not mention is the Patriots and the Broncos. Yes, is being rescheduled for an early Monday night time slot. You know, I don't love it, but it is pretty interesting. Now we're going to have football Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, and then Thursday again. So it's going to be fascinating to see how all this plays out scheduling wise. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty stoked that they're managing to keep the games in. And it spreads it out a little bit. We get a little bit more football on some extra days there. I don't know. I kind of like uh, binging the football. Or... That's true. And if there is something special about NFL Sunday. And yeah. There's going to be less action for Red Zone to cover. Yeah. Things like that, especially because we are into normally scheduled bye weeks at this point. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Another piece of big news is Justin Herbert has won the starting job for the L.A. Chargers, mm -hmm. and Kyle Allen has been given the job in Washington, but I don't know if I'd say earned there. I think that's Dwayne Haskins being benched. Yeah. So. Who was, uh, who was my pick for interesting player to watch? I wanted to see what Ron R Rivera would uh, do with him, and it looks like uh, benching him. Well, I'm curious to see what happens here, because it seemed like Kyle, uh, Kyle Allen was at one point, poised to take the job, you know, take over the franchise in Carolina when Ron Rivera still had his job down there, and Cam Newton was kind of looking like he was going to leave, which he did. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch that. But without further ado, I think we're just going to jump right into some of these games. Mm -hmm. uh, Thursday night tonight, we have probably the first decent Thursday night game of the year. We got Tom Brady versus Nick Foles. Mm -hmm. We all remember what happened last time. Uh, with BDN taking the birds to the Super Bowl. Just and, uh, swinging it at them. Yeah, so it's going to be really neat to see how this goes. Um, and we haven't had really decent teams on Thursday night. Where no. Right now we got two teams that are, you know, playing really well. Having success so far, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, taking, taking a look right now, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are favorites by three and a half points. Uh, and right now the over under is at uh, forty five or forty four and a half. Yeah, that seems low to me. It does, um, because the last time these two faced 
off against each other. Uh, they really just put on offensive displays, and uh, I think the two defenses the last time they played each other were a lot better, just overall, generally, in that game. Um, so I I feel real confident in the, uh, in the over in this one. But, man, uh, this Bears team has really surprised a whole bunch of people. Um, even more surprising that they're winning and they've switched up their starting quarterback. Well, they switched up their starting quarterback, and then last week Nick Foles had, I think, three points going into a garbage time drive that he then managed to put a couple touchdowns together when the game was already well out of reach. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how long of a how long of a leash he's on. Yeah, uh, It wouldn't be shocking to see them go back to Mitch if that offense continues to sputter tonight. And... Um, that gets really shaky when you start going from one quarterback to another to, you know, yeah. back and forth. That's I mean it's it's crazy to think but about what's going on. I think on there. Matt Nagy is not a good football coach. That's so also, that's, that's also, what bad football coaches do. Yeah. They fuck it up. Yeah, they do. So, they do weird dumb shit. Um I'm going to I'm just going to take Tampa Bay uh against the spread and I'm also going to take a money line. I just think I mean if we're going by that Bruce Arians is like eight times the coach Matt Nagy is. So, yeah. I, yeah and Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. He's still Tom Brady. They are going to be without Chris Godwin tonight, and I think Mike Evans is a game-time decision. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be spotty, especially with O.J. Howard out for the season. Yeah. The running backs there having, you know, the injuries that they are. I know Leonard Fournette has had some injury issues of late. Um, I think i got to go with the under. Mm-hmm. On this one? Yeah, again, just because the injuries on, on the Tampa side and the lack of offensive efficiency on the Chicago Bears side since Nick Foles has really taken over full-time. He scored more points in the fourth quarter against the Falcons, but, I mean, I guess I think he, you and I could maybe put up some points against the Falcons in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the last but, two um, minutes against the Falcons is the easiest football you'll ever play in your life, apparently. Yeah, but... um. He put up more points in the fourth quarter of that game than he did the entirety of last week's game. Yeah, that's true. And so I don't know if I'm super confident in Brady to put up a ton of points with a with a depleted arsenal uh, of both running backs and pass catchers. And I don't know if I'm trusting Nick Foles to light up the scoreboard either. And neither of these quarterbacks turn the ball over very much. No. So I'm not expecting there to be many defensive scores or anything like that. I think we're going to see, unfortunately, I think we're going to see a lot of punts. And I think it's going to be a relatively low scoring, like a 17-13, uh, 17-10, you know, something like that. I think there's too much pride on the line. I think we're going to see a little bit more of a uh, little bit more fireworks tonight. We could. And, and the Bears do have a lot of big play threats, and they are healthy. So, it, you know, they, they could maybe make a little bit of noise if, yeah, no, if Nick Foles gets his act together. But I, I think I go with... I think this is a close game. I actually think I go Bears spread Bucks money line, which is rare for me on a, such a small But you think it's going to be like a... But I think it's going to be a low-scoring 14 to 10, 7 to 10... You know, thirteen to seventeen. Again, I mean, those aren't falling within the spread, but you know what I mean. I think it's going to be that kind of game, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that's my that's my go-to. All right. Uh, well, let's go to Sunday now. We have the Arizona Cardinals 
facing off against the New York Jets. Finally, the, it seems like the Sam Darnold era has ended. Yep. You know, despite the fact that he's still younger, I think, than, like, some of the quarterbacks that went this year. I think he might be younger than, than Joe Burrow, I saw. Something like that. Because, like, Sam Darnold was, like, 20 years old when he got drafted. Yeah. So... It is pretty crazy that it seems like they're willing to move on from him. It might be interesting to see him go somewhere uh, if if another team wants to take a flyer on him because it seems like that whole Jets offense is just busted. I mean, Robbie Anderson has been a top five, top ten wide receiver since leaving the Jets. Yeah, and could barely you know put up a three hundred put could barely put up a three hundred yard season uh, with them before. So uh, I think I got a it's a seven point spread. The Jets are seven-point underdogs. Even though I expect Joe Flacco to be a little bit better than Sam Darnold was, I still think I go with Arizona covering that spread, winning by more than seven. Uh, I think I... 47.5? I think I go with the under there as well. This Arizona offense really started the season lighting up the scoreboard, and it's kind of fallen off a little bit and yet that Jets offense I don't expect to light up the scoreboard ever so uh, I'm going under on that 47 and a half how you feeling about this game the Jets uh, have become the Jets this season and it's uh yeah it's it's weird I I I genuinely don't think Sam Darnold's what's wrong with that Jets team I think they've got one good tackle in your offensive line and then you want to have a offense that basically has a quarterback sit back in the pocket. I, I just don't know. Uh, and also, every time you've gotten running back talent, you've, you've wasted it. It's been um, it's been rough. Uh, so I'm not. I'm going with Arizona Cardinal against the spread. I'm taking a money line, and uh, I think I'm also. I'm going to agree with you on this one across the board. I think I'm going under for that under uh, over under. It's. Um, I mean, even if the Cardinals put up 40, I don't even know if then the Jets would put up three at that point. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I'm curious how it works out. Uh, the next game on the agenda is the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this one's going to be a neat one. The Falcons can't seem to get out of their own way. I'm honestly a little bit surprised that Dan Quinn isn't on a little bit more of a hot seat to lose his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're supposed to be a defensive-oriented team. I mean, he was he was a defensive mastermind in, in Seattle before coming over to the Falcons. And they just can't seem to get out of their own way. It's not scoring points. They score points. They light up the scoreboard. I mean, Matt Ryan's having a good season. I mean, by the numbers that offense puts up, it's kind of like Dallas. By the numbers that the offense is putting up, you would think that they'd be winning games, winning games and, and yet the defense just can't seem to get out of its own way. No. Uh, this is a really interesting one to me also because this Panthers team has been kind of a total question mark. Even with McCaffrey healthy, they weren't dominating in in any capacity and yet now they they just absolutely lit it up last week and Teddy Bridgewater's looking like a upper echelon NFL quarterback yeah, again. like a real diamond in the rough and so one and a half point spread I actually do think I know I've been giving them the benefit of the doubt all along but I, I do think that Atlanta gets back on the wagon they have to win a game some point this season this team is too good to lose every game this season. I think it does a little bit depend on. I have not 
and this is me not doing my homework. I have not checked on the recent injury updates for Julio and Calvin. Yeah, I but, haven't either. I probably should because... Yeah, there are, you have fantasy implications. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm okay but, with my existence. But that's okay. Yeah, you can't win every game. I am living proof. Um, so the next game on the list is the Cincinnati Bengals against the Baltimore Ravens. And... Uh, this one got cut off of my little notes here, so I had to, I had to double check on these numbers. But mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, Cincinnati plus twelve and a half against Baltimore. That's a big spread. That yep. is a fat spread. Yep. Um, I think there's no question Baltimore wins. Mm-hmm. I think there's no question. Ooh, over under fifty one and a half. That seems high to me. But again, this is a Ravens team that doesn't take their foot off the gas. They just got beat not long ago by the Chiefs. I think they're still kind of reeling from that, and they want to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Lamar had a big week last week, a big touchdown run. Um, I expect them to come out roaring, and I, as you know, as impressive as Joe Burrow has been, I don't know if I see the Bengals making this even close. I think I go Ravens to win. I think I go Ravens to cover the spread. And I think I go with under 51 and a half. Okay. Um, I do not see this game the same way. I see this as a divisional game. And I think divisional games are always just a little bit closer to being a dogfight. So I'm going to take the Bengals with those points. And then I'm going to take the Ravens money line. And I'm going to take the over. I see this I see this being a a 28-31 game where uh where both no, offenses being, are going to be in a three-point game. I see it you being see this being a one field goal game. It could be. It could it could it, this is a divisional matchup and I think oftentimes we think divisional matchups between uh between a very strong team and a team that is struggling are going to be, you know, almost already decided. And I think, while I don't see a world where the Bengals are going to win this game, I think I am definitely comfortable with saying that this game is going to be pretty close and we're going to see uh, a lot of offense out of this one. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think you're, all, or you're wrong there. But I don't know. I, I, I see this being a little bit more out of reach for the for the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. I just don't I don't see them I don't see them really being competitive. Alright. Well. Uh, so next one Jacksonville Jaguars against the Houston Texans. You know I didn't think this would even be a close game remotely but here we are. Yes. And the Texans have no wins. They have a new head coach coming in. Mm-hmm. They seem to be just, they just seem to be imploding like a dying water. star. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious if they'll be able to recover. Meanwhile, Gardner Minshew's shown, shown some flashes in the pan this year. Mm-hmm. I think the jury's still out on him. Yeah, uh, I, I think Jacksonville's yet to commit to him, and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Cool mustache, though. He does have a cool mustache. Yeah. I do give him that. Uh, I I think you gotta. I think you gotta have Houston getting their first win, even with a new head coach. 
I know that's a little bit surprising. Could be a bit um, of a rallying cry. Yeah. The fact that Jacksonville are five-point underdogs, though, the spread's five, is a little bit surprising, uh, considering everything we just said. Mm-hmm. So I think I actually will go Houston to win, but I think they barely squeak it out. I think Jacksonville with the spread. 54.5 seems high to me, though. I think I'd go under. Uh, okay. I think you've got a solid point there. I do think this game is going to be pretty close, but I, I have a feeling it's going to come down to more of a touchdown being scored than uh, than a whole bunch of field goals. I feel like both teams have struggled with possessions this year. Um, kind of both teams have had you know problems on all three facets of the game. I think the Houston Texans also have to turn around, so I'm going to take a money line. I'm going to take them against the spread, but I am definitely picking the under at 54 and a half. That's that's huge for two teams that haven't seemed to put together dominant dominant performances. Uh, next game coming up, we've got a Las Vegas Raiders team facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City is favorited by. 12 points and the over under in this one is at 55 and a half this is a this is a battle between two teams that have so far this season uh both seem pretty good that's a very large line yeah i think that's a little bit a little bit too big but um i do think the chiefs win this game Uh, i i think it's a little bit closer than that 12 point margin says though yeah Um, um I think I go with the Chiefs to win. I think I go with the Raiders spread, fifty-five and a half. Though I think I go over. Uh, you and I are you and I are locked in on this one. I think this is going to be uh, a display between two very good offenses. Uh, I think, and you know, that's the fun part about football. I, I'm taking Raiders plus twelve, but the Chiefs on the money line, and let's see, let's see an over of fifty-five and a half points. Honestly, if we don't see an over of fifty-five and a half points, it's going to be a pretty disappointing game. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I just I can't I can't find myself betting against it. Uh, so next on the list, a game that I do not think will be close. No, Los Angeles eh, Los Angeles Rams against the Washington Football Team. Rams are favored by seven. I think that's a reasonable number. Uh, I think that Kyle Allen will do better than Dwayne Haskins has done. Even though I don't know how much Dwayne Haskins was the problem, he's careless with the football. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins is careless with the football. Yes, and so I, I think, I think that they may turn the ball over a little bit less. Remember, Kyle Allen is familiar with Ron Rivera's system. Mm-hmm. Had some success there. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think I still though take Rams to win. I take Rams spread, and over under forty six and a half. I go under. Uh. Well, not to uh, well, you know, for the sake of being this long, I'm I'm agreeing with you across the board. Uh, you know, you're right. Uh, Haskins was a bit careless with the football, and I don't think anything cost you your job faster in the NFL than being careless with the football. Really, it it cost teams games, giving up short fields, gives up a lot of easy points. Uh, the last one o'clock game we have on the docket: Philadelphia Eagles facing off against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
the Eagles are seven point dogs with the over under at 54 and a half. And I'll, I'll, I'm just going to jump on this one. I'm taking the birds uh, against the spread. And I'm going to take a money line. I think we finally are starting to see our defense come together. Uh, each week has been a steady improvement in the line. I think, uh, while not fully polished, I've already liked what I've seen out of Jordan Mailata. And I think we have a lot to improve on. But uh, another another week with the guys that we've got starting under the belt, I, I'm hoping to see uh, steady improvement. And I think we're I think we're starting to see it. Um, and that being said, I'm also taking this over at 50 or 44 and a half. I uh, I think we're gonna see a little bit more offense from uh, from both teams. I, uh, I I have a little bit of faith in the Eagles. Maybe it's just because we beat a beat-up 49ers team. But I don't know how much faith I have in us. I think I have us covering this spread, but I do think we lose to this Steelers team coming all, with two weeks to prepare. Um, yeah, and so I think I go Steelers to win. I think I go Eagles to cover the spread. And 44 and a half. I go over. Go I think over these too. offenses are going to score some points. Yeah. Um. So that's the last of our one o'clock games, mm-hmm. and uh, we have uh, a handful of four o'clock games this week. But again, with a weird schedule, I don't know how uh, I don't know how everything's going to pan out. It's going to be a weird week watching. But uh, I will say uh, we have a special guest this week, a uh, friend of the show. Tyler is back uh, to give his locks of the week he did go one and one last week but unforeseen injury nobody could have nobody could have seen that coming uh but he was right on the money with the seattle up at half and full time so uh what do you got going for us this week tyler so this week i got i got two going on um one in the four o'clock games and, and one in the monday night game actually so First one I've got is in the the Dallas uh, New York game, which you guys will talk about in a little bit. Um, but in that one, you know, I think two well, we we could all agree overall bad teams. Um, but I think in this one, Dallas's offense is good enough, and their their defense is bad enough that we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see a lot of points in this one. So in this one, um, I lock. I'm taking. There is a uh, spread total points parlay, uh, Cowboys seven and a half and over fifty four and a half. So I, I think you know I think Dallas handily wins the game, but I think their defense is bad enough that they give it up enough points. They let this Giants offense kind of kind of find their stride a little bit. And then the next one, the Monday night game. Um, so we've seen you know Justin Herbert. Uh, start kind of hitting his stride a little bit, and we've seen Drew Brees uh, kind of struggle a little bit, at least you know, with an abysmal uh, yards per per completion rate. Really, um, not seeing him throw the deep ball much, checking down a lot, and you know it's working for them. But uh, from a from a stats and a, a betting perspective, I I think we see a little bit of a, a changing of the guard. Kind of a night, I think Justin Herbert to have more passing yards than than Drew Brees. So those are my 
Those are my two this week. Oh, thanks for uh, thank you as always, and we'll uh, we'll hopefully have you back next week to continue with a progress report there. But oh yeah, yeah, thank a, you, Tyler. a couple of good games there to keep an eye on. Uh, so yeah, as we move into the four o'clock time slots here, we start off with the Miami Dolphins against the San Francisco 49ers. Now this one intrigues me. Miami's a nine-point underdog. And the over-under is 51 and a half. Uh, money line's in the range of minus 430, San Fran, plus 340, Miami. Tell you what, I would not be shocked to see Miami win this outright, but I definitely think they cover the spread. Yes. I'm uh, I'm right there with you. I, I, I think we've seen already that uh, San Fran's banged up. Uh, we saw it last week. And I think Miami... Is not a, they're not a great football team, but they're not an incompetent, broken team. They're not quite in you know on par with like the Jets. They have they have at least a system. So have you been watching the same Dolphins I've been watching for twenty years? Because they're just other than Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't know what they have going for him. And they're he's just like not. A, they're just like they're they're always like a basement team, but they're not quite the basement team. Yeah, because they're in the same division as the Jets. Exactly, so yeah, I you gotta you gotta take nine points for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think I go Dolphins with the spread. I do think, I, th- I guess I give the Niners. Garoppolo is supposed to be back this week. Yeah. So I think I'll give the Niners the win. And fifty-one and a half. It's a lot. That is that's a lot for two teams that haven't been. No, putting it together. Um, I think well, I gotta take yeah. under. Alrighty, and then uh. This is another interesting one. The Indianapolis Colts against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you know, this one's really fascinating only because Cleveland put on such a clinic last week, and they were really dominant. Uh, but the Colts are not the Cowboys. The Colts no. have a better defense, and they've been doing their own thing. You know, really, other than their hiccup at the beginning of the season, they've been rolling. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be an interesting one. One and a half point line. It's pretty much a toss-up. I think I go Colts to win, Colts to cover, over 46.5. Alrighty. I'm going to do what uh, most people would consider a risky move. I'm going to bet on the Browns. I'm uh, I'm going with the Browns. Uh, I'll take the 1.5 points for whatever reason, and uh, but I'm also taking that over. I think uh, the offense has come around for both these teams a bit. Um, and while both having pretty good defenses, they can also let up uh, a couple of yards in the air. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I'll definitely take that over as well. All righty. And then uh, we also have the Giants versus the Cowboys. Um, that's an eight-and-a-half-point line in favor of Dallas. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 390, over under 54. You know, Tyler keyed on this a little bit before, but I think I'm going to follow in his footsteps. I think I go with uh, I think I go with Dallas Cowboys to win. I actually think I'll go with them to cover the spread. I'm going to go with Dallas to win, Dallas to cover over. Okay. Uh, it could be close, but the Giants just haven't given me enough to believe that they could be competitive. Yeah. No, and and that's true, but I'm I'm going back on my little soapbox. I think it. Just because it's a division matchup, I don't think we're going to see a, a team completely get rolled yet. 
I don't think we're at that point in the season. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to get the nine points with the Giants. The Dallas defense is also just so bad. And I'm, But I am going to pick uh, Dallas on the money line for this one. And I also think we're going to see an over because Dallas' defense is so bad and the Giants are just the Giants. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll be an interesting one. Alrighty, so uh, going into the last few games on our docket here, unfortunately, we do not have any odds for the rescheduled games. No, uh, not yet. All of the odds were pulled when that happened, so I think I'm just going to give my gut on those, but we'll finish up with the ones we do have the numbers for, and then I think I'm just going to pick winners for those and I yeah. guess indicate whether I think it'll be high scoring or not. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, we'll be able to – we'll be releasing our weekly episode on Monday. We'll probably kind of refocus on those g- upcoming games just a little bit there. Um, the Sunday night game this week uh, is Minnesota Vikings versus Seattle. Now, this is a seven-point spread. Uh, Seattle are favorites, as they should be. Russell Wilson having an MVP-type season. Kirk Cousins being the worst and being Kirk Cousins. Overpaid clown. I think you got to go with Seattle to win. I think they win by seven or more. I mean, I know there was actually a way closer game than they would have liked against the Dolphins last week, but I think that's more a testament to the grittiness of the Dolphins than it is a knock on this Seattle team. Um, so seven-point spread. I'm going with Seattle to win and Seattle to cover. 56-and-a-half, though, as the over-under, that seems high. I think I have to go with the under there. Yeah, I mean, right now, I just, I look at this game, I just think about the quarterback matchup of Russell Wilson versus Kirk Cousins. And you just kind of giggle to yourself, and then you pick the Seahawks against the spread, you pick a money line, and also you pick the under, because I have no faith in that Vikings team. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the last game we have the numbers for, another one Tyler briefly touched on, L.A. Chargers against the Nolens Saints. Uh, Saints are pretty big favorites here, eight and a half points. Uh, they got a pretty big money line advantage as well, and a fifty-six and a half over under. Actually, the same as the Sunday night. I uh, you, is it fifty and a half? Or sorry, same as Monday night. Oh, you're right. That's fifty and a half. Those are my eyes just being terrible. That's fine. Um. So 50.5, way lower than the Sunday night, which shocks me. Yeah. Uh, it's actually surprising. Both these teams have shown an ability to score. Uh, I think I go with the Chargers to cover that 8.5-point spread. They've been competitive in every game that Justin Herbert's been the quarterback. Now that he's been given the job, I think he might have a little bit more spring in his step. He might not. Maybe the opposite happens. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Maybe he feels more pressured. Exactly. Some people are a little bit more carefree when they know they're the backup and there's not really high expectations. Yeah. I do think I go with the Chargers to cover that spread, though, but I do give the Saints the win. The Saints are too good of a team to, to lose to an inexperienced Chargers team. I go with an over of 50.5. I even think I would have gone with an over if it were 56.5, like I had first thought it was. At 50.5, I'm definitely going with the over. Yeah. Both of these teams can score. Both of them do it proficiently. Even without Austin Eckler on the Chargers, which is a big-time injury, uh, I still think that both these teams put up points yeah um i'm right i'm i'm right there with you i don't see uh really either team having a two score lead on the other one 
I think it's going to be really tough to do. It might happen at points in the game, but I don't think we, that's where we end up in this one. Uh, so I'm I'm going to follow suit with you. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers with those points, eight and a half points. It's a lot of points for a team that's really been pretty much in every game that they've played. Uh, but the Saints are the Saints. I know they've had a little bit of injury. Uh, you know, losing a tight end is never good. Um, especially when you air it out like the Saints offense does. But I still think we're going to see uh, quite a few scores. I think I think I really like that over. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up the games we have the numbers for. Real quick, we won't dive into these too much Mm-mm. since, honestly, there's a chance they don't even happen. Yeah. But we have the Patriots versus the Broncos uh, tentatively scheduled for an early Monday night kickoff. Um, if this game does happen, I think it's Patriots winning by a decent margin, assuming Cam Newton is able to play, but he should be. Um, and I think it'll be medium scoring. I think it's more likely to be an under on an over under unless the over under is like embarrassingly low, like 40 points, mm-hmm. in which case then I would maybe go over, but you know, um, yeah, that's my that's my that's my consensus there. Um, and then I guess I'll just give both, and then you can give both. Uh, the the Bills versus the who do they have? The Bills on the Titans. Bills Titans. That's right. Yeah. The uh, this the, is the game the unlikely to happen. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that goes Bills. I think the Titans have had so much distractions and so much craziness the last few weeks and haven't been able to actually get in there and practice and yeah. prep and game plan and 22 all that. positive tests. Yeah, it's just been such a circus yeah. down there in Nashville that I just don't see it yeah. coming together. Yeah, no, it's a little bit too crazy there. Um, yeah, so let me uh, let me start with this Broncos-Pats game. Um, you know, once again, if it happens... I think I like the Patriots to win this game. I don't see it being a particularly high-scoring game. Um, I think it'll be a pretty rough game, actually. I don't think it'll be too interesting. I don't think it's going to be one that's like, oh, yes, thank God this game still happened. And, uh, boy, Titans-Bills, I really don't think this game happens. I really think that this... I, I just It's going to be really hard to see this game happening. Uh, but... In the case that it does, I think the Bills roll over the Titans. I think it's uh, it's a pretty high scoring contest, relatively, depending on where that. It, I think it's like oh, an over fifty point game. Yeah, in, somewhere in that region. I'd, I'd agree. Yeah, it's going to be. It, it will. This would be a great game to see if it happens. Yeah, if it, I would be really excited for it if I thought it was happening. Yep, I feel you there. So we'll 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 be able to circle back on that one, especially the Tuesday night game there, mm-hmm. uh, when we have our Monday episode. So yeah. stay tuned, especially uh, probably dive a little bit more into football this upcoming Monday if that's what you know you guys are into because. We only have international soccer this weekend, mm-hmm. so normally we talk a lot of soccer on Monday. We'll probably have a little bit more time for football. Yeah, so. it'll probably be a pretty brief soccer sesh. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, give us any feedback. And uh, thank you, Tyler, for coming on tonight. We appreciate mm-hmm. your input. And, uh, yeah, th- uh, you can find our podcast uh, 
on Apple, Google, Spotify, really any of the big time uh, podcast, yeah. uh, you know, sources. Yeah, and, tell uh, a friend. Yeah, and, and then uh, check out our socials yeah. at BOTT Podcast. Um, Hit us up if you want a sticker. We've got two and a half inch vinyl stickers with yeah. the podcast logo on it. And, good, uh, for, uh, good for pretty much anything. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. Thank you.